Welcome to the Self-Performance Strategies Podcast. Unlocking the secrets of self-performance so you can improve mentally, emotionally, and physically. The goal of this podcast is to help you create more freedom of time, money, and purpose. My name is Stephen, and I am your host. I believe there is always an easier way, and I am here to help you find it. Let's jump in to the SPS podcast. Hello, hello, and welcome to episode 10. Yes, we've made it to the 10th episode of the SPS podcast of the Self-Performance Strategies podcast. In this episode, I wanna talk about your productivity rules. And going in a bit deeper, I wanna talk about my seven key rules for productivity. What are the rules you need to understand so you can perform at higher levels, so you can understand how to be productive and how to really knock it out of the park on a daily basis. But to start, like always, let's get into the quote that I wanna frame this conversation with. And this one comes from Pablo Picasso. You might've heard this quote before because it is elite. It's an elite Pablo Picasso quote, and it goes a little something like this. Learn the rules like a pro so you can break them like an artist. I adore this quote. And the reason why I adore this quote is because you need foundations and structures if you wanna perform at high levels. That's the secret of high performance. That's the secret of productivity. Unless you have core rules that you believe in and follow, all the productivity systems and hacks won't work. You know, having rules in crucial areas for your life is essential, whether it's for your mentally, emotionally, physically, whatever that is in your life, you need to have core rules, core systems, core flows, core targets, core goals, foundations. You need rules. You need rules for everything, your health, your wealth, your relationships. If you want to improve in all of these areas, you need structure. You really do. So you can perform at higher levels. Now, I know in my life when I had no structure going into my 20s or maybe even earlier, or mainly my 20s when I think about it, I just got up and just got on with my life. I didn't really have a morning routine. I rolled out of bed, you know, had a quick shower and ran out of the house as late as possible. And then at nighttime, you get in, you just watch TV or you play video games because you think just going to work is all you've got to do in life. And unfortunately, in, in the modern world that we live in, in the modern economy that we live in, There isn't a lot of jobs out there, just your average run-of-the-mill jobs that are actually going to create freedom of time, freedom of purpose, freedom of relationships for you. So if you're listening to this podcast, you're probably working in an above-average job or you're an entrepreneur already, so you already have that idea. But when you start to try to improve your performance, if you don't have rules or an understanding of what it is you want to do or what it is you're actually trying to achieve, when you start in the personal development journey, when you start to improve your performance, you will start with surface level hacks. You will start with routines and habits that aren't really ideal for you to start there, if that makes sense. Because you'll you'll start journaling, meditating, working out more, but you're just doing them because they're the habits that you hear about, you know, the seven habits of successful people, you know, Elon Musk's morning routine or Jeff Bezos day, Charlie Munger's, you know, productivity strategy for making billions of dollars. Yeah, you pull some ideas from Medium posts and BuzzFeed posts around that and then you try to implement them, but they often don't work for you because you don't actually have rules. You don't actually have structure. You don't actually understand 
what your playbook is. And that's what I want to talk about in this podcast. As I've already mentioned, I want to talk about my seven key rules for productivity. These are rules that I have kind of uncovered not only through helping myself succeed, but also helping clients succeed. And these these are seven ideas and seven structures that you can take and then you can think about them in your life and then you can build the foundations of your habits. Then you can build your bricks to improve your self-performance. But until you have the rules, you can't perform like an artist, like Pablo Picasso was saying, until you know what you're doing, you can't be excellent. Let's jump in to my seven key rules for productivity and hopefully you can pull out one or two of these or all seven of them and make them part of your rules. But that's the one little note I will make. Just don't blindly follow what I'm saying to you here in this podcast. Take the best of what I'm saying and adapt them, make them your own, change them around, take what works for you, leave the rest and build your own rules for productivity and performance. My number one rule, the first rule that you've got to deeply believe in is you can perform at a high level. You can perform. I'm telling you right now, you can perform at a higher level. You can perform at a level you can't even think about right now, but you'll get there one day. If you don't think you can be productive, you won't be. If you don't think you can succeed, you won't. High performance comes from abundant self-belief. can be hard to build that self-belief, but you have to build that self-belief. Start finding ways daily to build that belief in yourself and stack those wins. Now, that could be just starting off a very simple habit and then doing it for 30, 40, 50, 60 days until you've got it dialed in, then moving on to the next one. It could be journaling on a daily basis and just writing down the three key wins from the day or three things that you learned. And the more you do that, the more you'll see your wins and the more you'll start believing in yourself and the easier you will find it to perform. The second key rule for productivity and performance that I've discovered in my own life is leading yourself is key to performance. Being a leader in your own life. You can read, learn, and attempt to use all the productivity systems in the world. But if you don't know how to lead yourself or have a level of discipline, if you have no discipline, no system will work. So you need to start building your discipline and show up every day. Kind of leans into the first one and the first rule as well, but they are slightly different. Showing up and having discipline and doing the thing that you want to do anyway, even on the days you don't want to, you've got to build that muscle. Now, I've got habits that I've been trying to install for decades or probably around about a decade, but only over the last year or so, I've really dialed in on them and they're now just like brushing my teeth. They're just a habit that happens. It's something that I do daily and it can take you that long, but it can also take you very quick time. There are certain things that you will pick up very easily. Like me, Drinking a glass of water every morning, something I've done now for, again, I use the, the the time range of a decade. It's something I just do every morning. It was a really easy habit for me to install. Drinking more water, be more successful. <laughs> Bit of a platitude, but it works. There are other habits like journaling. That's actually the one I was referencing. It's I've journaled more in the last year than I've ever journaled probably in the last two or three years combined. It's something I do daily quite a lot of because for me, it is one of the key ways to lead yourself to performance, actually tracking your wins, journaling, getting deep in yourself in in a reflection and really, really drilling down to what it is you want, how are you showing up and how can you be better? So leading yourself is key. It's one of the key rules to productivity and performance. The third rule is mastering your inner game. Huge, huge part of the game of performance, of success, entrepreneurship, of leadership, of doing anything of, any significance in your life, you've got to master your inner game. 
And this is a lifelong journey, by the way. This isn't something that you just do once. So I meditated for 20 minutes, boom, I'm a Buddhist monk. No, it doesn't happen like that. Once you decide to travel this journey of mastering your inner game, you are on a lifelong path that you're gonna have to walk. It is a worthy path and it is worth it, but it is a lifelong path. It is not a once and done thing. Meditating, journaling, spiritual work, inner game work, it's not a once and done thing. You keep leveling down. It's a little bit of a, an idea that I've had that when you're leveling up, you should also be leveling down. And what I mean by leveling down is you're you're asking the same questions, but you're getting deeper and deeper and deeper to the real answer. So that's important. You will hit barriers with your productivity and performance at a certain point. You will. The hacks and systems can't help you get past deep uh, emotional anchors. They just don't. You have to face those emotional issues, defeat them, or at least be aware of them and work with them if you want to succeed in life. Where you are right now, everything that you've created in your life is what you deserve emotionally. That is a harsh truth and some people disagree with it, but it's a harsh truth. And I, and I think those people who disagree with it, it's their ego stopping them from really truly understanding it. Everything that you have in your life right now, you deserve that. That's the life that you've created. Good, bad, ugly, in different areas of your life, you are a rolling average of all your previous decisions. So your inner game could be stopping you, and actually it is stopping you getting to the next level. The next one and the fourth one we're gonna talk about, the fourth rule is linking your performance to your strengths. This is a, a, a unique idea, an idea that I've put in my rules. It's not really unique in the sense that it's a unique idea. It's not really unique at all. <laughs> it's, it's an idea that I pulled from Dan Sullivan where it's about unique ability and focusing on your strengths. Because I, I genuinely feel like in my life, I have to put my strengths first because growing up in school and university and in other organizations, I always felt like I was doing work that wasn't always aligned with my unique abilities. And I don't really feel like I enjoyed a lot of corporate work or enjoyed a lot of school or university because there's a lot of things happening in those environments that were not true to my abilities. And a lot of the times we fall into the trap of trying to get good at our weaknesses. We try to improve the things that we're shit at, basically. This doesn't improve your performance. This actually causes more stress in your life. You start uh, doubting yourself. Your self-belief goes because you're beating yourself up because the things that you're bad at, you can't seem to improve on. And what we all should be doing and what they should be doing in schools, in my opinion, is finding out the strengths of people and we should be working on those to, to improve those strengths. Find out what you're good at Find out what works for you and then double down on them. And then the more you double down on your strengths, the more self-belief you have. And then all of a sudden, the things that you don't have confidence around, you might find a little bit easier. You might, you won't just might, you will find them easier You'll because you have the confidence that in other areas of your life, you're absolutely smashing it. And I think that's something that the school system, university system, and a lot of corporate environments beat out of people. They don't let people smash it. They don't let people be who they are uh, and let people succeed. But if you're an entrepreneur, if you're a business owner, if you're in a job role where you can be more yourself, focus on your strengths. Really look at what you're good at. Call it out and really focus on those for three, six, or nine months, or even a full year, and really drill down on the talents that you have. And you'll, you will find the strategic byproduct of that is that you will actually find the things that you find difficult easier to do because you'll have more confidence in your life. And confidence is a great drug. It really is. They should sell it as a powder and you should be able to sniff it. I'm joking, of course. I think they call that cocaine. <laughs> Moving swiftly on. 
the fifth one I want to talk about, the fifth rule I have for my productivity and performance is focus on what you want, not what you want to avoid. People avoid the negative but forget to move towards the positive. Yet you should know what you want to achieve in your life and you should improve your productivity and performance to get what you want. But not being specific on a positive end goal is a pointless waste of energy. If you don't know what you're aiming towards, you're not going to get it. This is a rule that kind of leans into you've got to have clear targets and you've got to know what you want. You've got to have your definition of success. Focusing on what is it you actually want. What do you want your day to look like? What do you want your life to look like? What, what, what do you want in your life? What is it? Because when you drill down to that, you will start moving past, oh, I want a million dollars, I want a house, I want an Audi R8. And what you'll actually drill into is that you'll want love, you'll want satisfaction, you'll want security. You'll move past the material and the things and you'll get to the emotions. But most people don't even set goals and they don't really know what they're moving towards. And then a small amount of people actually set goals, but then they think about material, they think about the actual means goals, they think about the actual material personal stuff and the stuff they'll collect, but they don't actually think about what's the emotion? What is it that I actually want? What is it that I actually want? And you should focus on that because you know what? When you start focusing on what you actually want, the gratitude, the satisfaction, the love, the respect, the friendship, you can actually start creating that right now. It's a funny paradox. When you actually know what you want, you get it. The sixth rule that I have for my productivity and performance is creativity needs organization. I love being creative. I love coming up with ideas. I love brainstorming. I just love creating content and podcasts and just stuff. I just love the whole creating something out of nothing and putting it out into the world. It's a beautiful thing to do. But if I just sit down and say to myself, it's creativity time, it doesn't work like that. It's not magic. It doesn't work like that. Creativity needs organization. The more organized you are, the easier it is to be productive. The more you'll find it easier to come up with ideas. When you're organized mentally, emotionally, and physically, deep work and high performance and flow are open to you. You're able to achieve them. You can tap into them more. This takes planning. This takes time. This takes organization. But in the end, results are worth it. The more systems you have, the more you plan things and the more you do the work, the less work you do. It's something I call tactical laziness. You do things right the first time, so it's easier to get the job done. It's like you're measuring twice and cutting once with your own performance and productivity. I'll repeat that again. You're measuring twice and cutting once where a lot of people don't even measure and they just go out to create and be productive and then they struggle with it. Yeah, because you have no rules. You have no organization. You're not setting your day up to allow it to happen. I am by default a lazy person. So I want to be able to do things easily. But, but as I've got older, I've realized to be lazy, to do the least amount of work and get more results, I've actually got to put in a little bit of effort and a little bit of work up front. Not just a little bit, I've got to be smart about it. But the smarter you are, the more systems you have, the easier you make things for you, the less work you do and the more results you get. So become more tactically lazy by being more organized, your creativity and your productivity and your performance will thank you. The seventh and final rule that we're going to discuss in the 10th episode of the SPS podcast of the self performance strategies podcast. One of the rules that you should definitely 
take from me and make the money your rules is rest, recharge, and refocus. Hustle culture has infected some people with the idea that to be productive, you must work 24-7. To those people, I say, that's bullshit. Your downtime has to be elite if you want to have elite performance levels. If you want to have massive amounts of productivity, you've got to have fantastic rest and uh, and recovery. Your work is your art. Soccer players, football players, they don't play 90 minutes of football every single day. F1 drivers aren't constantly racing 24 hours a day. 100 meter sprinters, marathon runners, they're not running every day. Hockey players, basketball players, they're not playing the sport every day. They have massive amounts of rest and recovery and refocus in between their peak state and their peak rest to win the F1 championships, to win Wimbledon, to win a soccer tournament, to get a gold medal at the Olympics. You need massive amounts of rest and recovery in between your peak performance. And that is exactly the same for you with your performance and your productivity and your business and your growth in life. Peak performance needs peak recovery. Great rest equals great results. If this is the only thing that you take from this podcast, that you are going to work hard, but you're also going to rest hard, you'll win in life. Those were the seven key rules that I use for my productivity and performance. They are the foundations of my productivity and performance. I think about these rules quite a lot. Am I organized? Am I recharged and focused? Am I focusing on my strengths? Am I focusing on what I want? Am I mastering my inner game? Am I leading myself on a daily basis? Do I believe I can perform at high levels? Those are seven rules, seven questions, seven ideas that I ask myself regularly. And I hope you have got a lot out of this episode. I hope you can go and get your journal out right now and write down your seven key rules for productivity and performance. And you can start following them. And I guarantee you, you will see a shift in your performance. You will get better. You will get better results. And you will create more freedom of time, money, and purpose in your life. Thanks very much for joining me in the 10th episode of the SPS podcast of the Self-Performance Strategies podcast. I hope you got a lot out of this one. It's a big, big, big podcast for me. These seven rules are key to my performance. So I hope you enjoyed it. As always, you can hit me up on my socials at Steve Timoney. That's on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. That's at S-T-E-V-E-T-I-M-O-N-E-Y. You can also slide on over to my website and that's Stephen, S-T-E-P-H-E-N-T-I-M-O-N-E-Y.com, stephentimoney.com. And you can see everything that I do all in one fantastic place. Let me know what you think of the podcast. Let me know if you want me to dive deep on anything that is important to you when it comes to your self-performance, your productivity, or whatever it is that you're struggling with growing your business mentally, emotionally, and physically here to help. Thanks very much. And hopefully we will speak to you in the next one. Make it a good one.